Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. We have a topic that we're bringing to you that has been in high demand from both my personal clients and Dean's personal clients. One of the key things that we teach, and we want to make sure that you guys are armed and prepared to grow your business with a stronger and bulletproof mindset. I see him cresting the horizon of the rolling British countryside. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. The one, the only bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Mr. Dean Holland. Woo! <laughs> oh, hang on. I need to adjust the camera slightly. There we go. Only half of the Mr. Dean Holland. Well, we can't have that now, can we? Oh, it's still not quite right. Come on. I'll, I'll get well, this sorted one of these days. If you just if you just keep moving it further and further <laughs> to the side to the point where we can't see you, I think, yeah, yep, almost there. Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, great to be back. How are you doing, Mike? Hang on. You are James, right? Like, <laughs> Yes, I am. Some young, fresh-looking imposter <laughs> appears to have took the saddle. Well, and, uh, you know in. what? Sometimes it's time for a change. We got to mix things up a little bit. You, you definitely mixed it up a little bit. I mean, there's definitely no confusing us now. Right. Well, one of the, uh, one of the things I want to point your attention to is the new Just the Tips swag oh, that I am sporting oh. here today. And as appropriate, we've got Mr. Dean Holland on a noble white steed yeah. on said swag. Yes, that is yeah. epic. This is a this is a first look for everyone. This is this is including me. Yeah. This isn't just like on air. This is the first time I've seen this thing. The big reveal. The big reveal. Yeah, so that's absolutely saying. right. Yeah. So uh <laughs> so yours will be arriving um I don't know when. Because, as you know, everything takes longer to get to the UK. Good movies, yeah. delivery <laughs> services, T-shirt. Customer service, skills. Yeah. Personal freedoms and liberties. Like, whatever. Like, it's all ta- it's, got, it's got its own timeline. So, uh, <laughs> so you'll have yours as soon as the, uh, the Pony Express allows. Well, you've actually got now what appears to be like a, a legacy version because looking at your character's face there, he looks a little bit different to you now. <laughs> right. I'm going to have my uh, my T-shirt where they shave the beard off of my character. <laughs> yeah. Actual actual hair. We should yeah. just like cut the piece out of the T-shirt so anyone that wears it has chest hair and they just have to pull a little bit through. I think that's one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. <laughs> Especially to our female listeners. <laughs> Especially to anybody with ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but actually, uh, we got to see, we got to see if I keep the beard off, it comes back. Like, I don't know. The, it's sort of out of my hands at this point. The beard. Well, you, you look like someone that's just coming out of lockdown, like on right. in this COVID situation. So you're feeling fresher than I'm. I've got like another seven days before we're allowed, legally allowed to go and have a haircut in this country right now. <laughs> right. Hence my point about personal freedoms and liberties making, <laughs> right. taking their time to get to the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed so yeah. uh, anyway how are you doing my friend I, I don't think we've spoken since last week i think uh i think actually i i keep letting you down as a friend i uh 
I think I specifically was supposed to uh, connect with you this weekend. Yep. Totally I hear that. I hear that same story every weekend, um, but it's okay. <laughs> I have a, I have a U.S. based friend who looks sort of like his name's Don, and uh, he's we're we're making it work. I think I might actually like him better, so I wouldn't worry about it now. Right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Soon Don will be my co-host. Uh, Don has actually got a T-shirt like this already. <laughs> I just start seeing T-shirts with a totally different guy on there. I'm like, what's going on? I think they've misprinted the shirt. You're like, <laughs> nope. He, He's blonde. He's got like long hair like Fabio. And you're like, who is that? Oh, that's Don. That's that's the new guy. Just better than me in every way. Every he's, like, possible he's like riding the, riding the steed with his hands. He's like just yeah. doing backflips on the saddle. He's just that's a great right. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great he really guy. is. He really, so you must know him. You know what a great guy he is. Um, no, things things are good. I'm, I'm really excited about this show uh, in particular today, too, because, you know, in the past, I, I don't know, past week, two weeks or whatever, I've had a number of people say to me, you know, what you just said was so helpful for my mindset. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. That's cool. I'm glad to hear that. And then you and I got talking and it seems like a decent amount of the time when you're talking with your clients, a lot of them are, Hey, no, 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 wait, give us, give us like the good stuff. And you're like, wait, more of like, you know, marketing strategy. And they're like, no, 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 no more mindset. Like we need to know how to think and how to see things in order to create the best business possible. And so we just decided to do a, a whole show about mindset because as the title suggests, I, I believe, and I know this is true for you too, it really is an entrepreneur's source of power. Yeah. Right. You know? And, um, and so I guess before we get into, you know, specific strategies, specific ways of thinking about things, different sort of ways of looking at, uh, at the world and at your business and, and, uh, the way that you interact with things. What, what do you say to the question? What is mindset? Cause I thought about this a lot this weekend, kind of getting ready for this show. And I'm curious what you think. Mm, I think, I think that's, that's, that's a good question. I, I think I don't know if this is the answer specific to that question, but just looking at it, I think mindset, and I'll say this because I think some people might already have started tuning out mentally because of the subject. I think mindset for many people is one of those things that you hear a lot about, about the importance of, but I think it falls down the list of priority of where people, what people believe to be important at a certain stage. Um, you see, because to me, like, the importance of mindset as an entrepreneur, I don't think I it actually I actually fully realized the power that that has in terms of the outcome and the experience for you until I was at a certain stage of business. And all of a sudden I realized, you know, like, say, for example, you've reached a certain stage of your business, certain level of success, money. You now acquired the money aspect that you, you maybe strive to achieve, you know, you, you, you've, you've reached a certain level of success. And all of a sudden, I think that you realize that actually that wasn't the thing that, that, that wasn't the, that wasn't, that didn't give you what you thought it was going to give you before you had it. And all of a sudden, like for me, at least, like it then turns, <clears throat> turns your attention to realizing that there's got to be more than this surface level. 
You know, there, there has to be something more to this. Like when you're having good times, why is it you feel the way you feel and you're you're driven, you're motivated, you're in the zone? When you're having bad times or you're struggling and it feels like nothing's working out, why is it you feel the way you feel? When Why is it sometimes you can leap out of bed and be excited and put in 12 hours without even realizing you didn't eat today? Or why is it other times where it doesn't matter how many hours you sit at the computer, you can't seem to get yourself moving? Like nothing positive or productive is happening. And I think there becomes this, this pivotal turning point where you realize that actually internally inside of you is where the real power is found. Like mm. that, that to me is like, that is everything. That is the key. In fact, I, I just came off the back of a coaching call with some clients and somebody asked me, what's that one thing that enabled you to get the success that you have? And I, I, you know, they actually followed it up because I started going down this path of explaining that actually it's me. Like I am, I am the one thing that I had to develop to, to get this and to do this. Like they, they actually followed up and said, Oh no, I was meaning like, was it Facebook ads or yeah. was it this? And I was like, no, it was none of that because all that stuff is there. So it always falls back to you. And so I guess like to me, what does mindset mean? What is mindset? How do you, how, you know, what is that aspect to me? It is, it is the, the outlook, the view that you have on where you're at or where you're going or what it is that you're doing. It is your, to me, mindset is a lot about the way in which you choose to perceive things. I, I so agree with that. And that was, that was going to be uh, similar to what I would say about mindset. No, no, no. You can't jump in and take my incredible answer. I'm building on like, it. That's I'm what I was going to say. <laughs> let's just, let's just, let's just put the, put the swords down. <laughs> it doesn't need to be turned into a battle here. Let's build. Let's collaborate. You can't walk in a new just the tip shirt and not make me feel inferior from the get go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're just upset that I have it, and I would be upset if I had it. Uh, you had it, and I didn't as well. I would. So I would say mindset for me is is exactly that. It's your perception, how you perceive, and how you interpret what's happening, and then what you choose to do about it. Right. So so because you could have two people with an identical situation and one of them will say, this isn't working. We have to stop and do something different. And one of them will say, this isn't working, but let's figure out what we need to do to make it work. Yes. And, and so the, the circumstances are exactly the same. And the only difference is the, the sort of the perception and the analysis of what comes next. And I think that that is so critical because if you think about it, just like you said, mindset uh, mindset under under underpins everything. Right. Where you know you know you uh, whether you how you conduct your Facebook ads, how you make the decisions about what to get involved in, how you decide who to hire, how do you decide who you fire? Right. There's criteria potentially for all of this, but the one thing that always remains true is the mindset that you bring to the situation. Yes. And uh and the and the amazing thing about mindset, um there's an awesome book called Mindset by a lady named Carol Dweck and she talks about how some people have a fixed mindset and some people have a growth mindset. Yeah. And the and the fixed mindset people are kind of like, well, that's how it is and that's how I am. Right. And there's there's no like real room for improvement there. Mm, yes. And the and the right. growth mindset people are like, okay, well, I didn't know that yesterday, but I can figure it out today. 
Yeah. And, and that's, that, that's, I guess, one of the places where I want to start this whole conversation is the importance of recognizing the role that mindset plays, not just in your business, but honestly, in your life. There, there's a quote that I heard a long time ago that said, the world you live in is shaped by the beliefs that you have. And if you change your beliefs, you'll change your world. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just like, what does that mean? I was, you know, 16 or 17 and, you know, my, yeah, I had no money. My car was like $300. <laughs> <Who am I? laughs> I was like, what on earth does this even mean? Like, what do I do with this information? Right. But, um, but I kept really just, I don't know, like meditating on that or thinking about it meditating is far too generous of a word for what I did. It just was like in the back of my mind. Right. And <laughs> Uh, and this whole time I was like, well, if the world, I, if this, if I were to believe that this were true, that the world I live in is shaped by the beliefs that I have, then what could be possible? Oh, yes. And I was like, wow, well, I think almost anything I can imagine would be possible. And so I decided, I decided to try it on. And then I decided to believe that it was true and test right. it and see what right. kind of things I could create in my life because of that idea behind growing my mindset and changing my mindset. And well, I, th I think, you know, just to jump in quick, I, I think you've highlighted something even important in that, you know, and I, th I think there's, there's something maybe in there, like you're basically saying at like this age in your life, was it like 16 or 18 or whatever, when, you know, when, when, when that came across your path, like, I don't know if everyone would think that way. Maybe like, not. you know, like what, like, do you think there's something like from, you know, your childhood or something that enabled you to even be open to that at that point? Well, I know I, I hadn't met you yet, so I was definitely more open and, you know, right. less more confidence jaded. as a human, you know, confidence, yeah. you know, good charisma, meet me, squash, destroyed. Just ruined, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. actually part of it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't really know the answer to that. It's so hard to say, right? There's so much, you know, study on nature versus nurture and, you know, your natural tendencies versus what you're exposed to and all this sort of stuff. But for me, I think the one thing that I could say for sure was that I wanted a different outcome than I was currently getting. Mm, I was yeah. clear that what I'm getting is not what I want. Right. 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 And, and it's not to say that there weren't good things in my life at that time, because there were an, an abundance of good things. But in terms of being clear about what I wanted to create, having the financial means to do so, the network of people that I want to surround myself with, like none of that, none of that was in place at all. Right. And, and so I guess, uh, you know, the, the sort of underlying thing for me and why that, why that quote, that idea took root was mm. because I said, well, th if this is true, then the beliefs that I have are actually the root of the problem for why I don't have what I want. It's, right. Instead of looking externally and looking, well, I, you know, I'm not working hard enough or this or that or whatever. Cause I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm already waking up at five in the morning all the time. I'm already doing all these different things, you know, at the time of paying my way through high school and, uh, and everything else. And so I was like, all right, well, maybe it's something different altogether. Maybe it's this other explanation that belief is behind right. it. And, and, and I think all a mindset is, is a a collection of beliefs that when data from the outside world comes in, your data gets filtered through these beliefs mm. and then your actions 
are generated on the other side of that filter. So if we change the filter, we're able to change what actions we take. And I think that's incredibly right. powerful. Yes. And, uh, and I, and I don't feel like a lot of people talk about that enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that, I think that's amazing. I think, I think even just like, I think so much of what I want people to come away from this conversation, like obviously we're just, you know, who knows how we unpack this moving forwards, but like, I think you've already hit on one of the most important things. And that, that to me is what is actually shining through in the story that you've just shared is that regardless of how that, you know, that, that perception or that that mindset of yours was built into you from an early age to be open to that. I think the biggest thing of all is that you were open to the fact that the things you knew or your perception of things that you knew or your mindset or beliefs at that point in life, and this can apply to any point in life, you were willing to question it. Mm hmm. Like you, 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 because I think this is, this is one of the things that I see so many people. It's, I think there's that expression, isn't there? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Right. And it comes back to, I think that so, so many people, it's so common to, to have, to build a set of beliefs. And sometimes you haven't built those beliefs yourself. They've been, been imparted upon you from parents, Absolutely. you know, carers, external factors, you know, friends is why they talk, people talk about who you surround yourself with, right? Because you are taking on, it's not that you become your friend, you take on the beliefs of what they believe because of constant repetition of hearing it. You surround yourself with certain information and you hear it repeatedly. You begin to adopt that information or those beliefs as your own. <clears throat> and I think one of the most important things for me, for, for people to even begin with, because yes, this is a topic that some people are like, no, just tell me how to get Facebook ads and I'll get everything I want and then I'll be happy. Like, you know, like, and it's like, no, no, like you have to first, before you can even attempt steps to improve in this area, you have to first be willing to be open to accepting that there is a different way of thinking that is more self-serving to you. Yes. <clears throat> you know, yes. because if you refuse to break down those barriers, you know, I've, I've seen people and I've come into contact, you know, we've, we've all had probably nightmare customers and clients. And it's not that they're usually, not usually bad people. It's that usually they refuse to change the way they think or act. Well, they're not coachable. They're like, oh, this is how it is. Exactly. But, you know, I, I think in the in the light of this conversation, I, I genuinely believe it's not that, oh, you're not coachable because you don't have the ability to do this. You're not co uncoachable because you don't have the skill or talent. You, you know, it usually comes back to this subject that we're talking about here and the way that they think and the way they perceive the mindset. And worse still is an unwillingness to be open to the fact that maybe, just maybe the way they perceive things isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what, and that's what it's about. And I think that's why, you know, when I, when, when you asked me that question, I was like, I don't know what all the sort of things that caused me to be receptive to that were, except for the fact that I knew I wanted something different. Right. And, I, and, and there's a willingness to say, I want something different enough to challenge my own way of doing things, my own way of right. seeing things. And yeah. it's so, it's so critical that you do that. Um, to, uh, you know, kind of add another dimension to this conversation and the, the practicality that I think this has, you obviously, uh, know, Russell Brunson, he, he and I were, uh, having a chat once and he was telling me, uh, cause we were kind of talking about how so many people buy courses and they buy programs or they even invest in coaching. Um, and, and they don't get the value out of it or they don't complete the program or whatever. And he told, he shared with me something interesting. He said that programs that start 
with a mindset module of some kind have a much, much higher success rate than programs that just get into what would be called the meat and potatoes. Right. And, and I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And, but if you think about it, it's kind of, it kind of makes sense because most people coming into that program desire a different result. And Mm. so here's the strategy, here's the tactics that you need to do to follow the, this plan to get those different results. But if you're bringing your same self to that program and your same way of operating, your same way of potentially making excuses. And I don't mean making excuses like blaming other people, but like, oh, this wouldn't work for me. Right. That shuts off possibility. Right. So, so it kind of stands to reason that programs that facilitate a change in mindset before they get into like, here's how we actually implement this stuff to get the result, have a much higher success rate because you're planting that seed in fertile soil, as opposed to just like throwing it on the pavement and then it just gets squashed. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a fascinating observation, uh, for people, for anyone with, with courses and, and, and stuff to offer. right. It's like, and anyone taking courses. Yes. Yes. Very true. Very true. And I think, um, what is the, uh, what's the expression? It's like, in order to, to achieve success, you first have to become a person capable of achieving success. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. guess this is what it all comes back to, right? Well, it absolutely. And, and then you think about, well, you know, when you create a new result, you have, just like you're saying, you have to become the person who's able to create that new result. Right. And if your only focus is on the outside and the result on the outside, but there's an unwillingness to become the person who's capable of creating that result on the outside, then the odds of success are very low. Right. Yeah. Very true. I think, uh, you know, to put a, like an extreme example on this, it's pretty common for people that come into a huge windfall of money, like they win some kind of lottery or mm-hmm. something that, you know, they can win. There's people that's won tens of millions, gone from like broke to tens of millions. And within five years, they're back broke again. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think, you know, this, that, that, that plays into this, right? It's like, you, you know, you didn't work on you first. So this amount of money, this windfall, it didn't, you, you couldn't, you didn't, didn't change you. You, you stayed exactly who you were. Yeah. And that was not a person that could deal with this outcome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, which is part of the reason why, entrepreneurship is one of the best live personal development programs that <laughs> exists because yes. you have measurable outcomes and you're like, ah, like I have to become that person who's capable of achieving those measurable outcomes. And, and everybody has different challenges when that, when, it, you know, some people are afraid of failure. Some people are afraid of success. It shows up in all sorts of different ways, but you have to, you have to conquer those uh, those demons on the inside in order to slay the dragons on the outside. And um, so, so what I think would be cool is maybe uh, just sharing some of the uh, you know, I, I I come to this conversation with you and I think you have the same feeling Um, not as somebody who's professing to have all of the answers. Right. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like I'm like, look, I, I have been a student of this. And I have been practicing this since I heard that quote when I was 16 or 17. 
So like right. two years ago, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I shaved my beard. So I look 16 right. or 17 again. Um, no, but truthfully, like this is, uh, you know, 20, 20 plus years of practicing this. And so all I, all I'm here to do today with you is share what's worked for me. Right. And, um, <laughs> how do I get one of those t-shirts? Just the tip show.com. That's where they'll be. Um, yes. <laughs> Dean's very jealous. He's asking the same question. How does he get one of these t-shirts? This is very um, true. In fact, I'm pretty sure Yada actually has one of these t-shirts already. Oh, I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear any more. Just to like stick a dagger in your heart. Sorry. I'm going to send you a new, I'm going to send you a copy of my book every day that I do not have just this t-shirt. That's awesome. Um, so, so I think, I think what would be really cool is talk about like some of the specific, specific strategies, the specific thoughts, the specific beliefs. And like I said, I, I believe that a mindset is simply a collection of beliefs that create different results, right? You got one mindset with certain beliefs, you're going to create certain results. You have another mindset composed of different beliefs, you're going to create different results. And so, uh, so I would love to, for us to get into some of the beliefs, like what do we believe to be true? Those beliefs that are collections of our mindset that can help people overcome hurdles, overcome challenges, and actually be the type of person they want to be uh, to create the business that they want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Sophie is actually reading Dean Holland's book right now. So she yeah, no, she is. She is. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I'm my first reader. <laughs> it's all I got to start with one. So, uh, so, so if you want to kick it off, you can, otherwise I've got, I've got one that I'd kick you off. You dive in. You got one ready. Dive all in. right. Well, I think one is uh, a fundamental belief that there's always a solution. Oh, yes. There is always a solution. Um, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of people who know me personally, at least, and I think some of my clients too, will say, like James just doesn't give up. Yeah, I don't. And right. the, re the reason for that is because I believe that there's always a solution, right? And this is why it's so important to understand the beliefs that are part of your mindset. If you believe that there was one solution and that solution is gone, what is the, what's the likelihood that you're going to explore other solutions? True. Like zero, right? Yeah. But me, on the other hand, I'm crazy enough according to other people to keep exploring other solutions because I know that there's a solution. Right. Share. Um, if you don't mind, of course, and let, I'm going to throw one that comes to mind for me, but like, if you think there's a, a better or more relevant one, share, uh, share the quick story to emphasize that about, uh, your recent Alaska trip, the Alaska trip, the Alaska trip or Lake Powell and trip. Was it Lake Powell where basically like there was an opportunity to extend the trip? Yeah. 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 It no, like it was like, yeah, it was Lake Powell. Yeah, so so super fast. So we're on a on a houseboat out in Lake Powell. For those of you guys who've been out there, you know how amazing it is, and you also know there's no cell reception out there. So we're out there. We're planning on being out there for a week. Our friends had uh, have an have an amazing boat, and they asked us, uh, a, you know, a few days into the first part of the trip, hey, do you guys want to stay out for a second week? I was like, oh my god, like this is one of my favorite places to be. Yeah, let's stay out for a second week, but. I can't communicate with the outside world when I'm making this decision, right? I don't know how I'm going to fly home. I don't know if, you know, I can take the next week off of business, which actually I think that was like, fortunately, the least of my concerns, but like we had driven, uh, we had carpooled with some friends 
from Salt Lake City down to Lake Powell, which is, I guess, about a six-hour drive or so. And I left my car at their house back in Salt Lake City. So I was like, well, I got to figure out how to get back to my car in order to do this. And so anyway, so the whole week goes on. And now we're bringing the houseboat into into the marina. And I only get cell service maybe 10 minutes before we dock. And I'm, you know, I'm going online. I'm like, okay, well, all I need to do is rent a car to get from uh, Page, Arizona to Salt Lake City. And turns out there are exactly zero car rentals that can get me from Page, Arizona to Salt Lake City called, you know, multiple car rental places. And just to give you an idea for anybody who's not been there, the Page, Arizona airport is so small that the Avis rental car counter is only open from 6.15 to 7 p.m. on Sunday. Okay. And this is the day, this is the day I'm trying to make this work. 6.15 to 7 p.m. So I'm like, uh, well, all right, that's not going to work. So then, um, so then I talked to another friend. I was like, you know, maybe we could set up a, a plane charter. Like we could just fly, fly there. Crazy. Like they wanted like 10 or $15,000 to do it. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And now I'm like, is this really like, am I really not going to be able to figure out how to stay here and have another week on this vacation? And, uh, and so, you know, exhausted all opportunities with the car rentals, exhausted all opportunities called multiple flight charter places. And, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And the, and I came up against this wall where I was like, this is so unlike me to not be able to figure this out. That's what's pissing me off now. Not the fact that we're not going to be able to stay an extra week, even though I wanted to. So we start taking the stuff off the houseboat. We lo- we lo- start loading up the car. And this whole time I'm like, I'm, I'm perplexed that I haven't been able to figure this out yet because it's like, I believe that there's always a solution. And so I, uh, I have to go back down to the houseboat to grab something we forgot. And on the way down, I remember that I have a, uh, I don't remember that I have a cousin, but I remember what she does and she ferries cars like across the U S from like location, location. So I called her up and I said, Hey, do you know anybody who could ferry me a car here to page Arizona in the middle of nowhere? And she's <laughs> like, no, I don't, I don't know anybody. Um, and, uh, and I was like, okay, well, uh, if you think of anybody, let me know. And she's like, well, what do you need exactly? And I said, I need a ride from page Arizona to salt Lake city next Sunday at this time. That's what I need. <laughs> And she said, well, let me check my schedule. Maybe I could do it. And I was like, for real? Like you're going to do it. She's like, well, can you give me a couple hours to figure it out? And I was like, I have 15 minutes for you to figure it out because in the next 15 minutes, my, my ride to Salt Lake city is leaving and I need to know whether I'm staying or going. And she's like, okay, I'll call you right back. So she calls me back. She's like, I just looked at everything. I'm going to be able to do it. So my cousin winds up flying from Orange County, California to Flagstaff, Arizona, driving four hours to get to Page, Arizona, or two hours, whatever, picking us up, driving us the other six hours to Salt Lake City, gets back on a plane and flies back to California to help me out with this. (laughs) It's this crazy situation. So I told everybody, the car's packed up, everybody's getting in the car, everybody's super bummed out we're not spending an extra week, and I was able to go up there and say, guess what, guys? We're staying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing so, so yeah that's that's an example of believing well, there is, that there's always a solution well there is so many like points that we could pick apart there like but but just to say it like to anybody listening to that i'm sure like 
mere mortals like myself, there were so many points in that story where I'd be like, oh, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have admitted defeat now. Or like, I wouldn't, I think, I think like, it would be fair to say that most people would have already decided at the first encounter of questioning this, like, Hey, you want to, you want to extend the trip for a week? Like the immediate response would typically be, Oh, I'd love to, but yeah. Oh, I, I, I'd love to, but it's like, I've subconsciously, they've already found the problems before even uttering the words, but <laughs> it's like the decision's already been made. And I think that that story there is why I just said like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta share this story. Like, Look at all the points in which that it was so easy to say no. Like, yeah. you want to extend the trip? Oh, sounds like work. Nah, make my excuses. I'm out. Oh, actually, no, we should do this. How about that option? Oh, we can't. Oh, but that option? No, we can't. Oh, that option? No, we can't. Oh, wow. Like, I've tried everything. And I think, like, you, you, you said it perfectly. Like, you just don't give up because you always believe there's a solution. And, like, what a way to think. Like, what a way to think is, like, there is this problem or challenge or thing occurring there is always going to be a solution for this i don't know it yet but i'm not going to stop until i find it absolutely and that's and that's so fundamental right most people most people think that their lack of success or results however you define success right whatever you want to get right is because of a lack of resources and it is 100% never a lack of resources it is always a lack of resourcefulness right. to use the resources that you have in order to get what you want. And, and if there's one, one thing that I think most, at least early stage entrepreneurs, but I see, I see this across the board. I still run into this with myself is, am I being an resourceful ass? right now? Am I an ass? Absolutely. Right. Sorry. I thought that's why I'm being a resourceful ass. That's a different question altogether. <laughs> right. It's like, how am I using what I have? And the more resources you get, the more you have to be resourceful with, but you don't need a ton of resources to get what you want. Right. right? So that's like, I think that's another belief, right? There's one belief that there's always a solution. There's the other belief that you can use the resources that you have people, things, capital, like whatever time, energy, you know, if you don't know something, go learn it. If you don't right. know where to learn it, go find somebody to learn it from. Like right. it's like we have more information at our fingertips in 2021 than ever before in history. And there's still people who are saying, I don't know how. Right. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you look at yourself in the mirror <laughs> and use that as an excuse? It should be, I don't know how, but this is what I'm going to do to figure it out. Right. Exactly. I don't know how yet. Yeah. I don't know how yet. Okay. Nobody knows how for a lot of things yet. Right. It doesn't mean you stop. Nobody right? knew anything to begin with. <laughs> like, no, every, nobody knew anything. Knowing anything really. I, mean, I suppose people dispute that, but you get the point. Like. I didn't, you weren't born with the knowledge that you have. You, I wasn't born with the knowledge I have. Like it had to be attained from somewhere, which means we had to go out and get the answers to those questions. Like, and I, and I dare say, like, even, even anyone listening to this that knows like, oh, wow, I just don't think in that same way that James is explaining. Like, no, you have done, you have at various stages. You just forgot how you, you built a different way. And you've reinforced that so strong that you now don't see another way of doing things. 
And this is where I guess like this is what we're ultimately breaking down here or focused on so far is like you've got to be open to the fact there is a different way. Like if you are stuck in your ways right now, the first thing you have to do is realize that you're not stuck in that way. It's just the way that you've been used to thinking. Yeah, that's that's okay now because now you're aware of that. We can change that. That can be switched. That can be shifted. And it doesn't happen in an instant. Like you can start now working on it because now you're aware of it. Now you are consciously aware that actually maybe this is an area that holds me back. And now I have to question, well, is that the case? And if that is the case, how or what steps do I now take to change that situation for the better? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It starts It starts with asking a better question. How? Right. How can I figure this out? Indeed. How can I how can I make this happen? And I think one of the other things that's really important to understand in this this you know piece of things is you d- you can't be attached to the specific way in which you get the outcome. Your commitment is to the outcome, not to how it has to happen, right? Like go back to the story we just shared a minute ago. The the outcome was find a way back to Salt Lake City so I could stay here for an extra week. Did it matter? Like whether it was a plane, a train, an automobile, like, no, it didn't. It had like, it had to fit in certain criteria. Like I didn't want to spend the 10 or $15,000 to charter the plane. But beyond that, it was like, okay, well, let's see how it happens. Right. I'm not going to hitchhike. Okay. That's one thing I'm not going to do. Well, like what, what can I do? So incredibly important to ask that question. And I think that the, the, uh, the thing where where a lot of people get tripped up too with this is when somebody who's figured it out already shares with you how they've figured it out, you need to find a way to adopt that belief as quickly as possible. Stop yeah. fighting them. Well, it's not going to work for me. Certainly not with an attitude like that. You're right. You're right. You are You're right. 100% right. With that attitude, it will never work for you. But if you change your attitude and you're like, okay, let me figure out what I'm doing here that's getting in my own way. Yeah. Let me figure out what I'm doing here that's different from the people who are getting the results that I want. Cause there's a difference. And uh and and so I think uh I think that's you know, that's really why people have a hard time with these coaching programs or the info products or whatever, is because they they don't want to do what the other person's saying because they're like, oh, that doesn't apply to me. And then you're just like, like, why are we here? Yeah. Why are we here? Do you want it or not? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, just thinking about it, I think one of the, one of the, the strengths, one of the powers that, you know, entrepreneurial type people that allows them to actually excel in this area is that usually most, most, most entrepreneurial types, I think that I come into contact with, they've, they usually want to prove people wrong. Right. So like, I, 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 you know, I like to prove people wrong. And like, if someone says it can't be done, I like to be like, well, I think it can, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do that. So like, I, I like to, uh, you know, I'm just kind of moving into a little, uh, another little side tip, I think in terms of like, what's, what helps me in this area is like to attach it to something that I feel driven to explore it because of that. Does that, does that make sense? Or am I going crazy? Here? No, I think you're, I think to a certain extent, like, I know I have to be careful of that. Um, right. cause people like. There was a period of time where I would do something just because somebody told me it wasn't possible. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, really? Watch this. 
yeah. you know and james you and, can't sether off your own leg after after three shots of fireball stop watch this. me <laughs> right um i think that i think that uh fortunately as i've i've gotten older and had some more experience and stuff i've i've chosen my battles but if yeah. it's if it's something that's important to me already and somebody's like oh you can't do that i'd be like just you'll read about it at some point that i did it okay <laughs> yeah. i'm not i'm not worried about what you think <laughs> and then, you know, years ago it was like, oh yeah, here we go. So I think I think you're right about that. Um that's really uh that's really funny. But I I do think there has to be this this uh this attitude of challenging things. Mm. Yes. Like how else does change I think happen? I, was trying to get at. I think I missaid what I was saying. No, I, think... I don't think I don't think you missaid it at all. If you did, I would be the first to point it out. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> You can count on me for that. Um, no, but I think I think you're right. There's this this spirit of things are not fixed. Things can be challenged. Things can be a different way than they are right now. Even the most entrenched things in the world got that way because some people had an idea on how things should be done. Right. You know, it was it was Steve Jobs who said. The world was created by people no smarter than you. It's true. So you know, true. and they're like, oh, like, I think this is a good idea. This is the way we're going to do it until somebody else comes along and is like, I think there's a better way to do it. Right. You yeah. know, Blockbuster Video has, you know, thousands and thousands of Blockbuster stores where you go rent your videos. And then all of a sudden, you know, Netflix comes along and says, hey, we'll just send them to you by mail and you don't have to pay late fees. <laughs> All the blockbuster people that will never work. Yeah, that's not how it works. Blockbuster was able to buy Netflix twice. They had two opportunities to buy Netflix before Netflix buried them with upgraded thinking. Yeah, very true. Hey, side side note: Have you read the uh, Mark somebody that will never work? The guy that co-founded Netflix. I uh, read his book recently. Good book. Oh, it sounds like it's right up my alley. I need to put that on my list. Yeah, that will never work. Mark Mark somebody yeah read it anyway so it's a good book i just heard netflix cross 200 million talking of what's not possible and opening your mind they just crossed 200 million users 200 million users <laughs> yeah 200 million users from a struggling company that was ready to sell out to blockbuster and probably would have blockbuster laughed them out the first time they, yes. they had a meet they netflix set the meeting because they wanted to sell and get out yeah, they did they were like this this isn't gonna work like let's go to blockbuster worth like two billion or something thousands of stores at that point they said to them how much after they presented the the thing and they said 50 million and they pretty much got laughed out of the room by blockbuster who yeah. today have one store remaining in the world. <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> And it's, and it's like, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's easy to play armchair quarterback and be like, oh, like those blockbuster idiots. Right. But, but I think that what's, what's more inspiring to me is, is looking at the people who believe there must be a solution here. Right. Right. Listen, yeah. listen to the market, figure out what they want, go and give it to them, all those things. And, um, and, and so one of the other sort of beliefs that I think is important to you know, install into your mindset is the belief of taking inspiration from other people who have accomplished things. Oh, it's huge. In my opinion, that is 
so big and so many Where people else do you draw it from if you've not had any good experiences yourself like if everything i've done has gone wrong i'm starting to believe that i'm a piece of crap that's never going to figure these things out like i'm not good enough maybe it's not for me all these thoughts that start like every belief begins with an idea in my opinion like oh that's a Absolutely. thought i've had like is that worth something but like you keep hearing that and it gets stronger and stronger it becomes like an armor that all of a sudden your belief gets so strong that it almost it becomes very difficult to be penetrated by anything else but if that belief isn't serving you such as like the ones we've just said like, like it has to be changed you know and and for me what like how else do you do that if your own personal experience isn't yet at a point in which this can change the way you think or believe like you have to gain that for other people like yeah. i hang around with you just so i realize life's not so bad like <laughs> <laughs> well you know when you when you talked about how it becomes impenetrable it reminded me of how hard your hair gel is right now <laughs> and what a helmet you have on at the moment <laughs> you know the longer my hair's got the more into covid we've gone the more stuff i have to put on it just to like make it look like it's slightly okay <laughs> like I, I i like washed my hair this morning i jump out the shower my this part of my hair came past my eyes <laughs> for next the first week, time. Next time we do a show, I want to see, I want to see floppy hair, Dean. Yeah, you will think I am the steed. I will be the horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. No, and oh, uh, look, we got a comment from Kaylin, uh, who's who's one of my inspirations, like right here, right where you know, you you need to surround yourself with people who are like, this is what I want to create, and they go out and do it. Right, it's it's important for you to have the belief that there's always a solution. It's important for you to believe that uh, that that it's possible. But it's equally important to constantly fill your tank with people who are inspiring you. You have to surround yourself with people who are inspiring. You. Another person who inspires me, Stacy Martino. We thank you, Stacy. She said we're too funny. Obviously, she's just talking about me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, but I think, I think it's, uh, you know, and there's that saying, right. You know, you, you become the average of the five people that you hang around the most. And you mentioned it earlier in the show and it's about, it's about like absorbing the beliefs of these other people, right. It's about seeing, seeing different models in different ways and then you inspiring them as well. And I yeah. think the, the idea that you do it on your own like even if you're not in the same business with other people being part of their orbit right is so is so powerful it's so helpful and so many people don't take that seriously enough you know they they're just like oh well that's cool but i'm going to stick with this this friend group who who doesn't not they don't just not celebrate my success they actually like try and talk me out of it right. like like what? Like who are you? Like why do I need you in my world like within arm's reach if you're that type of person? And I'm not saying you got to eradicate people from your life, but be careful. Who are the people that you have in your life that are close? Um <laughs> Galen says there's so many things I want to comment but James has me on retainer to keep my heckling to myself. <laughs> you can bring I will it. outbid. I will outbid <laughs> You can outbid her. Rain. Let it rain. Let it pour into the comments. Yeah, this is from the same person who sent me a potato for my birthday. And <laughs> on the back it's I don't know if I showed you. It says James Potato Freel. <laughs> and it has a picture of my face. <laughs> Has a picture of my face on the potato. Oh, this is amazing. 
so yeah she's got she's got to be paid off uh, to, to avoid any future shenanigans uh, <laughs> that's so amazing. I yeah, I I... we just cancel the rest of the show and we just we just hang out here with these guys and we just hear more uh, these guys are my favorite but these guys are my favorite because like we're like we're doing something right. We're, right. we're, we're able to hang out and have that kind of relationship and inspire each other and challenge each other's beliefs and do all those things that we've been talking about here. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Another thing she, she bought me a square foot, her and Brandon brought me a square foot of land in Scotland <laughs> that came with a title. I'm not even kidding. I like, I have documentation on this. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Lord James B. Frill. Just, Lord, just, just saying, yeah. Try not to let that go to your head. Um, <laughs> incredible, incredible. But, uh, but, but in any case, I think in t- in terms of like, in terms of wrapping this up, wanna I want to just number one emphasize the importance um, of cultivating a winning mindset, cultivating a mindset that doesn't give up, cultivating a mindset that understands it can be changed. Right. You are not a slave to your mindset. You are in control of changing it. And the more that you understand that, the more you're going to be able to do the things that you want to do, the more that you're going to become the person that you want to become. Um, any, uh, any, any parting shots besides the, uh, the heckling from the peanut gallery. There it is. Believe and achieve. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I have to say. At what age? Here's here's a question for you. At what age? And in what circumstance were you in when you decided to get that tattoo? I was in my last day job at a construction company. And I was like, I am not going to stay working here for forever. I'm going to have my own business. And And you you did that before you got out. Yes. Hell yeah. I was like, I'm going to believe it. And then I'm going to go and do it. After all, and that that was at a point I'd already failed for six for like years. <laughs> the one... <laughs> yes, the one on his butt. He just mooned the camera, unfortunately. So we'll have to censor that out. <laughs> um, like I I had already I was like sixty thousand plus in debt at the point where I had that put on me, and I was like a complete failure, down and out, lost everything I'd ever tried to do, and I was like. I know it's still possible. There it is. That's a mindset. Like that's what we're talking about, right? And you know what I hate? I hate that hearing that story made you made me like you a little bit more. <laughs> Did you connect with me? Yeah, I connected with, with you. Now I now I feel like kind of gross that I connected <laughs> with you. I don't even like that. <laughs> no, but seriously, that like that's that's exactly what we're talking about here, right? Like you look you look out and there's there's no there's no evidence of success yet, right? But right. you have that faith. That, yeah. that that I I believe that it's possible. I believe yeah. that it's possible. And belief is the foundation. And for those of you guys who are listening, where where you're, you know, you're in a place where you're like, oh, I don't know if I can make this work. You can make it work if you believe that you can make it work. I'm just reading the comments. I'm not gonna should, lie. You shouldn't have outbid me. Like we could have kept these comments quiet. I tried my best to squelch them and you like unleashed it on us. <laughs> well, I believed that we could get more out of these comments. So yeah, well, you you weren't wrong. I just didn't know which direction it would take because I never know with her. Um, <laughs> you know, no, no, in 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 all seriousness on what you've just said though, like it all has to start with belief. Like 
like you have to believe that it's possible. Like, and I like whatever it is that you want to be possible, you have to start out with a foundational belief that that thing is possible for you. It is possible for you to learn how to do that thing. If you if you want something, but you feel absolutely clueless as to how it's attainable, at least start off with a belief that it is attainable, yes. that it is possible for you to learn or do whatever you need to learn or do to make it possible to attain that thing. Yeah, 100%. There's, so uh, there's, a, there's a scene in a movie that I love, which is uh, an older movie called The Edge with Anthony Hopkins. And it, him and Alec Baldwin are in a, a plane crash in Alaska and they have to, there's nobody coming to rescue them because they were in a different place and their people thought. And in order to get out of the woods, they have to, uh, they have to defeat this giant grizzly bear. This grizzly bear has already eaten one of the members of their group. And there's a scene in which they realize they're not going to escape the wilderness unless they kill the grizzly bear. And Anthony Hopkins, who's this business guy, is with Alec Baldwin, who's a guy on his team. And he says, today, we're going to kill the bear. And Alec Baldwin's like, no, there's no way we can kill the bear. He's like, today, we're going to kill the bear. And he's like, how, why? Like, how are we even going to do it? And he said, what one man can do, another can do. And he's like, say it with me. And he's like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, say it with me. He's like, what one man can do, another can do. And in you know, a couple minutes, they start both chanting this, right? Creating that belief that other men have killed grizzly bears. They can kill grizzly bears. What one man can do, another can do. And they wind up killing the bear. And it's, <laughs> I thought that story was going to end and they all died. They all died. <laughs> the bear, turns out, well, turns out maybe that's not a good thing to believe, right? <laughs> but but it starts with that fundamental belief that, you know, if if it's a if it's possible. For other people, it's possible for you. Like it, it doesn't matter where you're starting. It doesn't matter at all, but that you have the belief that it's possible. So we're uh, we're about to get booted off of our show because we've uh, we've run out the clock here. Any parting words of wisdom, Dean? No, I would uh, I I would just say like above all, you know, anyone listening to this because every everybody's in different situations, right? Some people would have took to this conversation and been like. Like like Stacy and Kaylin, it's like yes, absolutely. We we like one hundred percent total factual truth. Everything that we're saying there, but like some people are going to have to work harder on this conversation. You yeah. Know, some people, some people maybe this is like a conversation that you've heard before. There's no shortage of everyone telling you mindset's important. Think positive. Think this way. Do this. Personal development. There's no shortage of that stuff, right? But like at the end of the day, until you acknowledge the importance of it, I don't think you'll ever do enough with it to what to, to get you where you want to be. And, and yeah. I think it's such an important part of the process that I dare say no amount of tactics for how to get ads or convert customers or be better at sales. None of that's going to make a damn bit of difference if you first don't acknowledge and work in this area. And yeah. I, you know, I'm one of those people that early on, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. Today I do. And if I could go back and someone said, like, how would you be successful faster? That would be it. I would realize the importance of this area first because everything else can be learned like that. You can you can follow a course today and from scratch get traffic and do any of this stuff, build a funnel, do all that, all that crap can be done in an instant. But this is the most important area that unlocks the ability to make everything else possible, in my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. Well said. Well said, Dean. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. Thank you for my fun and spirited friends. I love you guys. 
makes me smile to see you guys here. Thanks for the laughs. This is James P. Friel signing off for another episode of Just the Tips with my amazing bearded co-host, Mr. Dean Holland. We will talk with you guys next time. Later, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.